This is fun, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> Five, four, three. This is becoming a tick. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. Other than being an astronaut and a detective and a motorcycle cop, what? this was one of the first things that I wanted to be. Wow. Like it's, it's one of the first times I actually made a promise to somebody. I said, this is what I'm going to do with my life. Like that, I, and so it's one of the first I promises that you that you broke. That I completely broke mm-hmm. and failed. And I remember talking to him like years later, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's what you said you were going to do." I'm like, "Yeah, I changed my mind. I was also nine. Um, but no, I did Don't not make become promises. A teacher. You can't keep I know. nine years old. Right? I know. I I shouldn't have done that. But at the same time, I still think I would be pretty good if somebody would just give me a shot right now. I think maybe for a day. I make a pretty good teacher. Okay, I would Hello, like everyone. to know, yeah, what you think you could teach. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots of stuff to get to today, but first off, I want to say thank you to everyone who tunes in to this, this, this show, this program that <laughs> this we do. This episode, all this of episode, the episodes. All the episodes. FunEmploymentRadio.com is our website. You can go there. You can click on the Audible link there at the top of the page. And I believe you get two free audiobooks right now for signing up for the free trial. Wait, which not is a just great one? Deal. No, I think you get two now. Wow. Yeah, you'll have to go to the, the FunEmploymentRadio.com, though, and click on the Audible link to verify it. But that is uh, what I believe is going on. So go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on that Audible link. And sign up for your free trial. Oh, boy. Yes, indeed. I'm still listening to Oryx and Craig. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you're on now. Uh, right now, I'm on Oryx and Craig, the Margaret Atwood. How run. much longer do you have? Like a half hour. I'm almost done with Oh, it. you're on the home stretch. I'm on the home stretch, and then I've got the next one in the series queued the up year now, of which the I flood. know you're listening to. No, I'm actually not almost... listening to that anymore. I finished that one. Okay, but you have a tendency to spoil things. I have not spoiled anything. Whether you mean to or not, you do, though. No, I'm currently listening you know to you're bad with that. the third book of the trilogy right now. Uh, see, and then you're going to tell me something about the third I'm book. I'm not going to say gonna anything. Ruin the it's book. just called Mad Adam. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, I know the name. That's okay. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm about ready to finish Oryx and Craig and then listen to Year of the Flood. If you have haven't listened to this series uh, you know on our show Rick Emerson introduced it to us I think a while ago uh, but yeah it's Margaret Atwood The Handmaid's Tale this is her other series it's a trilogy about set in the distant future where the not the so distant future shit Yes. And, uh, she specializes in that but she can do like these particular types of worlds going to shit that are like so close to being real that you, that they're well, so it's believable just far enough out where it's like yeah, I could see us getting to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, where there's there it's conceivable of where where we could go. So yes. that is what uh we're at. I right will now. say this is not a spoiler, but I did enjoy Year of the Flood more than uh Oryx and Craig. And I liked I liked Oryx and really? Craig a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and again, I don't want to spoil anything either. If if you like dystopian futures, she's your lady. Yes. Margaret Atwood's your lady. Margaret Atwood you knows like how to write her stuff. Terrible futures for humanity, but then you still have some kind of human no. elements in there. There's, I mean, there's human elements, but I mean, there's no good. So you're spoiling. You've I don't seen know if there's the Handmaid's the next... Tale. Margaret, if there's a bad future, that means there's no good in the bad future. It's a bad future. Or is it? Who's to say it's bad? See, this is why Sarah oh, spoils good. things. You can't tell everybody that. You, you have can't to describe have the something idea. as a dystopian, like, broken down future and then try and find a beam of sunlight in it. Well, there's got to be something in it. 
And maybe there you're is. Spoiling the, you're maybe spoiling I didn't. Maybe it, did the opposite of a doing. spoiler because you're so afraid I'm going to do it. Maybe. Uh, Jasmine is saying in the live chat, if you're a Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club member, we do have other things to talk about, but I do want to bring this up just for a minute because it's like uh, a couple of people have some comments. Uh, Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club members get access to the live stream of this show and uh, our archive and a Fun Employment Radio Supporters pin and all the other shows on the network and a live chat. So there's a bunch that comes with it. And Jasmine just said, I had to bail on Handmaid's Tale. I couldn't even. Yeah, it's. Handmaid's Tale is tough. I've I've just watched it. I haven't actually listened to the book or, or read the book, um, but just watching the series. Yeah, yeah that was a ha- that's a hard series to watch. Um, and also, and if if you had to bail on Handmaid's Tale, like it is kind of the same. It's similar writing style. It's brutal. Like there's some brutal stuff in it. Like yeah, it's pretty. It's it's a you may difficult. Want something lighter. If it's that's very yeah. Doing. I mean, it's it's not a light read for sure, but it's uh, it's very colorful, very well done, very. It gets in your head. Like, it's yeah. that well done. But yes, it's not a light. Yeah. It's not a light read. No, it's not. Shit is bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's it's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it a lot myself right now. Yeah, um, Carrie Singh, she proves, because Margaret Edwood's Canadian, and Carrie Singh, she proves that not all Canadians are chip, uh, chip, uh, chipper and happy beer drinkers. I almost kept saying chippy. Mm, yeah. No, that does prove it. Yeah. yeah Margaret Edwood's still alive, street. too. So, anyway, you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link there. Do you remember that she made a cameo in um, Handmaid's Tale? Yes. Mm-hmm. hmm I do. You do. I do. All right. So, okay, so back to what we were talking about. Um, well, no. I, I, what I want to discuss, though, right now, before we do that, is uh, is something else. Sir. And it's this. I think, it's, I think we should acknowledge it that Sarah, uh, if you're listening to this show... Sarah's been having a little trouble sleeping lately. So I think it's better to just get this out in the front. It Might kind of as well explains, just be honest. I'm so tired. It explains the mental being, maybe a little snappiness. It's Excuse me? <laughs> I think it's better to just bring it out and, and admit this. We're, we're taking back the fourth wall here. And uh, Why is my camera so much closer to me than yours is? The camera matters not to the podcast, so it really doesn't have anything to do Greg with it. Greg looks all good, and I look all like frumpy and close up. People listening to the audio have no idea what that is because this video won't be going live. It'll go into the archive. Um, Sarah. What? Have you or have you not had some trouble sleeping lately? The past no. couple of nights, I have been having some trouble sleeping. How does that affect your mood? You it your the, absolutely does nothing to my mood. I'm exactly the same as I always have been. Perfect. Yes. I am a shining sunbeam. Yeah. I am the, yes, I'm a princess of lightness. I am doing just fucking fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm so tired. Absolutely, yeah. So It's so frustrating, too, because I'm not doing anything. Like, I've, I've been, like, you know, taking care of myself, staying in after a long weekend, like, okay. drinking my nighttime tea. I could also explain some of that to you, but why... Uh, <laughs> perhaps that's your body adjusting to actually getting rest and taking, taking care of yourself. So... All right, so you, you went out the sleep. exact same amount that I did this weekend. Yeah. Have you been having trouble sleeping? No. Hmm. <laughs> okay, okay, but let's 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 get down down to this. Like, have you been having strange dreams or? Yes, nonstop, and they're the continuation ones. Where like I I have problems because a lot of times when it's sleep. Oh, some some theories. Uh, Perhaps adjusting, you are getting older. Maybe this is an adjustment period. Oh my god! Because old people don't sleep very much, do they? Oh no! Yeah, my grandparents were always up at like five a.m. Mm-hmm. Have you started to get up early? No, but I can't sleep. Like I'll, I'll start. I mean, I, I give up trying to fall back asleep. So I've started to. Have is that watching? how people start getting up early is because they realize that they can't get back to sleep, so they might as well just get up? Have you started watching Wheel of Fortune at night? By no, yourself? I don't have. No, I don't have the television. I watch a lot of you know. 
I have like Netflix and Hulu and that's Well, stuff. that's television. But I mean, okay, so you're not I watching don't watch Wheel game of Fortune. shows, no. Okay, you're not watching game shows. All right, that's that's good. Um, but I am drinking tea and I didn't used to drink tea. I'm trying <laughs> to like. Tea is okay. I don't think tea necessarily makes you old. Maybe it does. But I think you're okay on the tea. I do have my noisemaker and I, I set it all up. I prop uh-huh. myself, I have all my pillows set out, put on my noisemaker, you know, finish up my tea, drink some water, read a book. And then mm-hmm. go to sleep. And then, like, I try to go to sleep. No, I was saying I go to sleep. I don't go to sleep. Then I'll just lay there okay. and flip back and forth for, like, three hours. Then I finally fall asleep, have some <clears throat> some traumatizing dream that lasts for, like, an hour and a half. Where and you I'm don't being, remember what the dream no, is? No, but where I'm being, like, hunted by something. Then I wake up. Uh, I'm awake for, like, another, like, hour. And I just lay there. I'm like, all right, do I need to get a snack or something? Am I hungry? Uh-huh. So then I'll do that. Do you have a midnight drink some snack? More water. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes like a piece of cheese or something. Okay. Because I'm like, all right, maybe I'm hungry. So, But you can't eat at the same place that you sleep because that's what I learned from my therapist is you have to separate like your resting area from like your getting stuff done area. It's like, oh, not, I don't do that. Yeah. I don't do that. So well I'm supposed to be like your, your bed is treated for sleep. And then, like, if you want to go, so I'll go to my kitchen and, like, eat a piece of cheese. And so I'm separate from there. So I'm like, this is not me trying to sleep. This is me doing something different. I. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, like, I do not do a very good job of that. That's That was I a really work, cool thing that I learned. I work on my computer. Nope. I'll sometimes eat when I have Make to. Make your bed for sleep and do, like, if you have a, a couch or something else, go do your work over there. Then when it's time for you to relax, go to your bed. I probably need to do that. Yeah, you need to have separate things for separate yeah, times. I don't do yeah, that very, I don't do that very good. I, I don't well, anyway, do neither do well. I. I thought that I was like doing okay, and then it just it did not work. So then I ate a piece of cheese. I'm like, cool. Now my mouth tastes like cheese, and I'm still awake, and nothing's <laughs> happening. My mouth tastes like cheese, and mm. I'm still awake. Okay. But I ended up falling asleep for like ugh, like maybe an hour or two more, and then just laying there, and then got up, and that's been the past two days. Okay. You yeah. don't know what the dreams were or anything like that, and it's hard to tell. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, I don't. Uh, but they were like not relaxing dreams. Like a lot of dreams I have are like in um, like abandoned malls. A lot of them are in like airports where I'm trying to get to a flight. Okay. Um, where I have a lot of stuff with me and like or I'm trying to travel from one place to another. Okay. Um, yeah, I I just have lots of similar themes in my thing. I've, you know, talked about water parks. I have those in them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, water parks. See, that sounds like it would be fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My dreams, it all depends on what I'm... Like, lately, it depends on what I'm reading or what I'm watching. Like, yesterday, I watched... I, I just became obsessed with it, along with, like, millions of other people, but Donald Glover, Childish Gambino's video. Oh, yeah. Um, this is, That's uh, amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, this is America. It... I watched that thing... Seriously, I probably watched it 30 times yesterday. I just kept re-watching it, like, trying to f- figure out everything in the background. If you haven't watched it yet, it, I think it's been viewed, like, probably 40 million times at this point. And it's only been out for, what, like, two days? Yeah, Three it, came, days? Out, it yeah. came out the night after he was on SNL. So it's been viewed 38 million times. It came out on May 5th. So, that, like, late that night is when it came out. Um, I'm so fascinated by it's that pretty, video. It's pretty fascinating. And every like little aspect of it, I've just been analyzing because it's it's so well done and so well shot, and there's so much to think about in it. And so I just kept watching it over and over and over. But then, of course, in my dream, that's not I'm conducive the, to good I'm sleep. I'm in the warehouse yeah. where this is being shot, and it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, oh no, this is the video. But then I'm like walking around in the video just because I, I saw it way too many times, way too many times to have a good night's sleep after that. So that that was kind of what all my dreams were about last night. Yeah. 
was that I was like close, like in the video, like I wasn't part of it. It's not like I was in the mess, but I'm like in the video, like walking around, like, oh, yeah, what's going on there? What's going on there? Wow, you did watch that too many times. Way too many times. Way too many times. And it's, you know, kind of disturbing stuff anyway, some of it. So, or yeah. not, not even kind No, of. I ended up watching Some of it's quite disturbing. I watched it about six times yesterday. Yeah. And that's a lot for a video for me. I'm like, if oh, you I'll haven't it seen it, I highly recommend watching the video, uh, This is America by Childish Gambino, which is Donald Glover's. Aka the the next um, uh, Lando Calrissian when Solo comes out, it's it's his uh, his performance. It's I don't know. It's fascinating to me. Like I really, really was fascinated. But anyway, bottom line is I watched it too many times. Don't watch it before you go to bed a whole bunch of times, and then you're really gonna be. It's it's gonna mess with your. It's yeah. gonna mess with your sleep. Yeah, and at least it did for me. So. Um, oh well, Carrie said something for. Well, I don't know if I'm snoring or not because she said. Um, she started sleeping badly when she started snoring. Finally got a night guard, and it's helping. A night guard? Oh, maybe that's... What's a night guard? Is that like a bitey thing? Uh, I don't think it's a bitey thing. Are those the things that pull, across, thing like, pull that apart your breathe. nose? Yeah. Yeah, because I have been having... Since I've had allergies, I bet I've been snoring. Allergies are pretty bad I do right have, now. Yeah, because I do have a hard time um, breathing through my nose. Maybe you contraptions, like a breathing unit. Like an iron oh, lung Oh, like a or CPAP? Yeah, or like an iron no. lung or something. You Maybe know. I'll try one of those little like nose strip things, like the night strips that pull apart your nostrils. Yeah, okay. Maybe I'll give one of those a shot. It's probably a good idea, That's actually. actually probably a really good idea because maybe I've just stopped, maybe I'm having a hard time breathing. That could, yeah. Yeah, because this has been going on for like a month, and it's not going to, until spring passes, this mm-hmm. is not going to stop. During the summer, I'm fine. Okay, well, maybe somebody out there has some suggestions if you have bad allergies or trouble sleeping, and you can write in to Sarah and let her know what you do. FunEmploymentRadioGmail.com. Let her know. Yeah, because I used to do, when uh, I was in college, I used to have a really hard time sleeping. Excuse me? Nothing. Um, I used to have a really hard time sleeping, and I would just do uh, the thing that is not uh, very good for you, which is just I would always take, like, a shot of NyQuil. Yeah, Before I, I go to bed. And I started, no, and I started to get you don't into go the too crazy with the night. No, I started to get into the habit of that when I was in college, and I'm like, all right, I can't just be you were pounding. It. I, I don't. Well, I mean, not for Roboin. Really, Do you remember what Roboin was? That was a little before my time. Roboin. Robotussin. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. That was more of an '80s thing. No, it was not an '80s thing. I never did that. I mean, I didn't either, but I knew lots of people that did in college. I'm I'm three years older than you. It's not. Like I never knew anybody who roboed. In college, maybe I just hung out with different people. I think so. Yeah, Oregon no, there was State's a, whole a little bunch of people that were little that were into that. So what it was? You, you drink like a bottle of Robitussin, and supposedly you tripped out. I I was not one of the ones who did it. I mean, uh, no, that didn't that didn't. I didn't need to do that. But uh, but yeah. Hmm. It sounds like you're being very well. You're over there, then like uh, you know, drinking all the uh, Nyquil, so. Yeah, well, not yeah, for a fun Keelan reason. That the Tussin was not an '80s thing. That's some '90s kid shit. Yeah, that's a '90s thing. No, because I remember Rick talking about about the Tussin girls. Well, maybe it went back to then. But yeah, it's definitely no, we never, definitely not just an '80s thing. Okay, well, yeah, I never knew anybody who did that. But regardless, I only took Nyquil to try and sleep, and I don't want to get back into that pattern. So I need to try and find something else that is not so drugging myself. Let's get you an iron lung. Let's get this thing settled. What? Do you know what an iron lung is? Yes, I know what an okay, iron lung is, is. But stop saying that now. What? I mean, I... I Some people do need, like, but like CPAP machines and different machines to keep I'm not calling closer. a CPAP machine an iron lung. Do you know what an iron lung is? Greg, I know exactly what an iron lung okay. is. Okay, all right. Yes. All right. Well, anyway, well, yeah, I think maybe that's a good idea. So I need to try and do something because I can't live like this because I am so tired and I have so much that I need to get done. 
And I'm so tired of blowing my nose. Mm-hmm. I just want to throw things. Mm-hmm. Can yeah, I throw something at you? It'll make me feel better. No, I'd prefer not, but there's a lot of equipment around me. But I guess if you could find something soft, that's the kind of good person I am. Uh, why? What are you going to throw at me? Here you go. I found a tissue. Okay. It's clean. All right. Yeah. Oh, I missed you. Well, that's too bad. That's Damn it. Just a, just a shame. I did let you do it, though, so that still does count. Yeah, you didn't even try to duck. That was really nice of you. Yeah, well, I knew your aim was going to be bad. All right, so anyway. <laughs> Don't poke the bear, Greg. That's not poking the bear. You just threw something at me, and I was cool with it. And what, I'm not allowed to make fun of your aim after you throw something at me? I mean, I think we got to have a little bit of level here. How are you a sleeping? You seem almost as grumpy as me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just fine, Sarah. Okay, so let's let's get back to where, where we're at. All right, so anyway, watch Donald Glover Dream too many times. Uh, watch the Donald Glover video too many times. Um, back to what I was talking about at the beginning, though, because today is, and we have a lot of people that listen to our show who are teachers. It's Teacher Appreciation Week, I believe, right? It is. I think this it's week. Is it the day or the week? I is hope they get week? a week. I, I because think this it's is a also week. Nurses Appreciation Week, too. I know. Oh, I wait, are like, they doubled up? I think they are. Okay. Well, I was going on. So is it is it this week though? It's teacher appreciation. I think it's day or is it week? I'm pretty sure it's day. Okay. All right. So maybe we can uh, verify whichever one it is. But I, I was thinking about that, and um, yeah. So it's it's Tuesday. So it's teacher appreciation teacher appreciation day. Okay. And uh, when I was a kid, though, when I was in fourth grade, I had I think I've talked about it before, but I had one of the strangest teachers that you could probably ever have, and. And I, I loved it so much, like, I wanted to become a teacher. He made me want to become a teacher. Like, he's oh, one of those ones good. where it's like, yeah, but also it was really strange because here's something that definitely you wouldn't get away with now or in the, or in the 90s. So um, this was in fourth grade in Independence. And one of the things, like, the big things that he taught us throughout that, uh, that year was um, uh, Native American culture. So okay. he was really he was not Native American, but he was at a huge affinity for it. And so we learned a lot about it. It was actually it was pretty cool. It was really informative. Like we built a uh, wiki up in the back of the classroom. Like that was our one of our class projects was to build a wiki up. What's a wiki up? It's like a domed um think like a teepee only a dome. Oh, okay. Like with a whole bunch of interlacing uh wood and then then canvas that you would put over okay, it. Okay, it's so like a wood lattice kind of thing? Yeah, kind of like a wood leather, lattice yeah. thing, yeah, only shaped more like a dome. And so we built one of those in the back of the class as a class project, and then a reward was if you did whatever, say you were good on your test or did something, you got to go back there and sit in it, and that was your desk for like the day. So you get to hang, you, you got to hang out in there by yourself. Oh, boy. Pretty awesome. It was pretty, <laughs> pretty damn cool. So things that oh we also had a full cow skeleton in the cl- in the classroom. How did he even possibly bookshelf. fit a full cow skeleton? It was on one that. of those really long bookshelves, and so it was a full cow skeleton called Bessie, and that was yeah it was like a full like replicated not replicated but I mean it was an actual cow skeleton like put together, um, hanging in the. Do classroom. you know what has happened to this teacher since? He's retired now. I he may have passed away. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> but uh, so so. He had that. He had weird things in jars. He had some of the things. I, I kid you not. He had a formaldehyde wall. And so he had like. All right. Well, I think my teacher might have had one. But I mean, not with anything weird in it. Like he had like a baby pig in it or like a pig fetus or something. Oh, yeah. He had those. He had a two-headed kitten. He had a calf. 
He had like a giant one. There was some weird stuff in there. There was there were some strange things that that Did you he would have, not like, get human away. body parts in there. Uh, yeah. Like what? Uh, there was there was some. I think there was like a finger or something. I, I don't remember exactly what it was. I don't want to get the guy in trouble. But they, back then, I mean, that's what you could. Even do. though he might or might not be still alive. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was. Um, I think other teachers would have known right. if he had a human finger in there. Uh, okay. Yeah. There, there were there were some other things in there, but I don't I don't even want to talk about the other things. There was he had lots of weird things in formaldehyde jars. Tell me another thing. No, I, d- I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to. Um, so, so lots of lots of strange things. Oh. And one of the things, though, that he would do was there was a competition for whoever could uh, pass the times table test because that's what we were doing in fourth grade was like uh, uh, this. You were that's when you were learning the times tables, I guess. And mm-hmm. so he had this test in front of the class where it was like a five-minute quiz where he'd go through, and you had to get up in front of the class, and you go, he'd go through slow at first, and then he'd do this, like, rapid-fire, like, seven times nine, five times four. Twenty. Three times two. You know, just Six. Like, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> and he'd just do it, like, really quick, rapid-fire, and try to, like, throw you off, and you had to have the whole class watching. And the first one to pass his test got, like, the big prize, which, and I was the first one to pass the test in front of the class. So the prize was either... Um, and because one of the other things that he did is he went out and hunted for arrowheads, like obsidian <gasps> arrowheads. Oh yeah, yeah. And and so he had like a bunch of them. He had a spearhead, an actual spearhead, and and arrowheads and things like that. Because the spearhead's like a longer arrowhead, right? Spearhead's a big, you know, okay, big yeah. piece of obsidian. It's all. Uh, chipped down. You know what obsidian is? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I mean, I, for anybody who doesn't. I mean, obviously in the Northwest, we I'm like, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, right. too. Yeah. But some people yeah. didn't, you know, and so obsidian's just, it's lava, lava rock. That they chip, like, chip at and make like, like an arrowhead shape. Yeah, so it's really, it's really sharp when you, when you chip it down. That was one of the other things we did in the class, was we made aerial, like arrowheads. Can you imagine giving fourth graders now? I like, remember. Giving you, them rocks, because he would, he would give us, like, raw pieces of obsidian and a rock, and tell us how to, and, and taught us how to chip an arrowhead. That's really So we'd really make cool. our own arrowheads. But, like, we were making <gasps> sharp knife weapons. I mean, these things were sharp. You could hurt somebody well, with those. of course that wouldn't pass these days. No. And that's yeah. what we used to do. That's why, no. I mean, the class was so awesome. That's why he was badass. It's like, I learned how to make arrows. And so one of the things, though, that he did. I think I remember you telling me this before. Well, for the, for the winner of the times table competition, he would... The, your choice was you either got a spearhead or he would make you an arrow. And so he made me an actual arrow, like a full-on, legit, as a Native American would have made it, arrow. Because he, I like mean, a full he, arrow? Like, like I said, he really the loved the culture. Feathers was, and everything? Yeah, and I'm not saying that as far as he, um, you know, was made fun of it or anything like that. Like, he loved Native American culture. So he, he was very important for him to teach... To, to accurately teach it, yeah. which was kind of cool. I was kind of lucky for that aspect because I think a lot of people didn't get that. Um, but yeah, so he made, made an arrow. And one of the things, apparently, at least in the, the tradition that he was talking about, was when it was pa- when an arrow was passed down, you would put your own blood on it as a sign of respect to the person you, get, you give it to. So what he did, he made the arrow for us and then pricked each uh, four of his fingers. You know, didn't do his thumb, but pricked his four fingers and put a dab of blood from each one on the arrow, and then gave me the arrow in front of the class. Yeah. <laughs> gave me the weapon with his blood on it in front of the class. A, wep- a bloody 
arrowhead. Bloody arrowhead. A bloody arrow. Like it was a fully completed arrow. And uh, I still. Is this one of those teachers that like the parent? Did the parents ever complain about him? No, my parents loved him because I loved going to his class so much. Like I, I mean, I. Genuinely. And you were a little bit of a shit apple, so your mom was probably stoked that you well, were paying I wasn't attention. Well, so, I wasn't really a shit apple at that point. I mean, I was, I was kind of one of the smart kids, but I, I was distracted easily. Yeah. So may, maybe a little bit of a shit apple, but not that I, I didn't get caught is more what it is. I didn't get caught So a lot. you were a shit apple, but you just didn't get caught I was smart much. enough not to get caught for a lot okay. of it. Okay. Yeah. I'd get other people blamed for things. So... Anyway, he, uh, yeah, he, he, that was what I got in front of the class. And it was so cool. Um, the, the other thing he liked to make were uh, fishing uh, uh, flies. Oh, like lures? Mm-hmm, like yeah. lures, like flies, for like fly fishing. So he taught us how to do that. So we would make flies in class. And then after school, he would have a trade. Uh, what would we call it? Uh, I'm blanking on the name. And it, it was like a Native American trade where you would, he would get some of the other classes in the school and they, like, over the week would bring in, like, their treasures or whatever. And then we'd have the two classes meet and we'd do a trade. And we'd all, like, barter with each other. Oh, yeah. For, like, whatever you wanted. Like, oh, you got a pack of football cards I want. Well, I'll barter this, you know, cool-looking rock for that. And, That's you know, what we did things. in Girl Scouts. We would go to the Peace Arch that was, uh, was on the Canadian-American uh, border. And then we would meet up with uh, Canadian Girl Scouts and we'd all, like, change coins or, like, oh, any kinds cool. of – It was fun. Yeah, so all the, like, a, a bunch of uh, Girl Scouts from America and a bunch of Girl Scouts from Canada would go and meet in this at the Peace Arch Park. And then you just trade all of your things, like buttons and uh, different, like, crafts that you made and stickers and all that kind of stuff. It was really fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were too far away from the Canadians to go do that. So we just had the other class. So what kind of teacher? Was he a science teacher? Fourth grade. Just fourth grade teacher. Oh, just general. General. So what would you have been if you kept if your I had promise? Gone back. See, and that's the thing. Like at the end of that, like I had I loved it so much. I loved that class so much. And you know, as strange as he was, a wonderful teacher because I he, he really did teach me a lot. Um and then at the end, yeah, I was like, Well, I want to be I want to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be like him. Oh yeah. Uh, Mr. Ebb, that was his shortcut name. So Mr. Ebb. And I wanted to be like Mr. Ebb, so I don't know. Like right now, I started off joking. I'm like, yeah, I, I want to go back and teach class or somebody. I don't know what I would teach. It, it couldn't be. I would get bored with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I just, would have to be science. I wouldn't get bored. I'd be terrified. That's like my nightmare. Like I, I admire teachers so much because like getting up in front of a class of like a whole bunch of little turds and like telling them like educating people. That's such start a, off by calling them little turds. Yeah. See, I think I'd be listen up, at you it. little turds. Like no, what age? Would but you? I mean, coming. I would never. I wouldn't be able to ever. Yeah. Like coming in every day, like making class interesting. Oh, I would never be able to do it every day. Or no, just I'm like giving about one day. Yeah. Or like you know, and, and being able to like teach them information. Like that is such. A neat, neat thing that people can do. Like, I just, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. I'd be way too self-conscious. I don't know. Like, oh, no, I'd probably be terrible at it. Yeah, I think I'd be terrible at it. But I think if somebody out there, I know we have a lot of teachers that listen. If you have a class, you want me to come in and teach it for a day, you know, I'll, I'll come in and teach it for a day. They will undo all of the good teachings mm-hmm. that they've done? Yeah, it would be like Dr. Science. I'll come in and I'll teach the kids, you yeah, know, don't the real that. things. That's a terrible idea. Actually, the more I say that, even just saying that, joking, if anybody were to take me up on that, I, I'm like, no, wait a minute. No, I don't want to do that. No, even, I'll come in and do a, a speech if somebody wanted to know about Even something. when I watch teachers like in movies or television shows and they're just up there talking and teaching, I'm like, how do they do that? Yeah. How do they actually like do that? How do they have all that information in their heads and convey it in a way that they can tell other people about it and then like make tests about it? Teachers are incredible. Yeah. 
Although I guess kind of I've, I have played a teacher. I've, I've been a bunch of videos in, I, th- I think it's a, some kind of curriculum in like Chicago. Is this the one that Chicago you played the recycling Brazil. box in? No, the recycling box was something else. No, this is the one I play a math teacher. I can't remember it. His name. I've I've done a series of them. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, where kids actually are learning from me. I didn't even. Yeah. All right, but you're acting. You're not actually teaching people. Yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading the script. Yeah, you're reading a script that somebody else wrote for you that you did I not prepare. I acted with children. There were two mm-hmm. children in it, and I went over their scores with them. Their math scores. I think. Yeah, I was a math teacher. Were you paid to be a teacher? Or were you paid to be an actor? Well, I was paid to be an actor who was mm-hmm. a math teacher. Okay. So pretty much, pretty much, uh, you know, at that point. I guess if I could be any kind of teacher, it would probably, you know, it would be art. I yeah. would like to you teach. You would have to be I an art know, teacher. I would have to be an art teacher. I could do that. That would you be would fun. You would so be an art teacher. I would actually, that is actually a kind of teacher because it doesn't oh, have yeah. lectures. Oh, um, Miss Dylan. Okay. You get to, like, help people, you know, like, express themselves creatively through art. Yeah. All right, that would be kind of fun, actually. All right, yes, if I would be any kind of teacher, it would be an art teacher. Yeah. I could see that. I liked my art teacher in high school. She was really awesome. Mrs. Lee. Mine was weird. Hmm. Yeah, we had some we had some weird ones. There was a really angry guy who was one of the art teachers, which is, doesn't seem like it should be. Usually the art teachers are pretty happy. I think this guy was more of a, um, uh, at least to me he was, when I was around him, it seemed more like a, you know, the uh, the revolution didn't quite work out for him. <laughs> in the 60s and 70s, it didn't quite turn out like he thought it would be. Oh, okay. I don't think he thought he'd end up being teaching art in uh, Independence, Oregon. Oh, <laughs> was, so that his was life took a different I turn. Oh, the okay. impression that I got okay. from him. So you don't think he said out. And maybe there were other people that, maybe he just didn't like me. And that could be too. I mean, that happens. It happens. It does yeah. happen. But yeah, that's like, <laughs> you know. He was on Hate Asbury and everything was going great. And next thing he knew, he woke up and he was in Monmouth. In so, Monmouth teaching. Like, what the hell happened to this? How did a whole I get A bunch here? of little country bumpkins. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what it seems like. Again, that may be a wrong interpretation. Well, well, that is my interpretation, but I could be wrong about that. Well, your interpretation doesn't have to be wrong. That's what you think it is. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, but yeah, if I, I, like, I could go back and do a presentation. I don't think I could... I don't think I no. can do that. So I think, I think the moral of the story joke, is... I started to do that joke, and I'm like, no, nah, I can't even joke about it. I no. can't do it. I think the moral of the story is we respect and thank all of you teachers for doing what you do, because not everybody can do that. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> not everybody can not do that Not a lot of people. No. Even when people... Yeah, I, I'm just... I'm, there are bad teachers out there, too, just like there are good teachers, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I... I yeah, my, do it, my mom, I've talked about this before, uh, was a Spanish teacher for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And she just reco- uh, retired a couple of years ago. And she was just the best teacher. I'm always so proud of her when I visit um, my family in Bremerton. Uh-huh. And we'll be out and like everywhere we go, everywhere we go, uh, some w- she will see some old student. And they'll be like, uh, hola, senora. And they'll be like, como esta? And then like she's so excited. She remembers all of their names. Good for her. That, yeah. would, that would be hard. No, and she's been doing it for years, for years. So she'll see some kids that she met, you know, they were in sixth grade. Now they have, like, now they're with their own kid and they're 25 and she still remembers. Yeah. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah, I'm always, I'm I'm so impressed with my mom, except for when she was substitute teaching Spanish for me when I was in sixth grade. Right. And that was the most embarrassing thing ever. Yeah. When she played, uh, what'd she play in front of everybody? Weird Al's Taco Grande and then did the Macarena dance to it. Yeah. Yeah. With you in the class. With me in the class. As the new kid. 
That's still hilarious. Oh, my God. No, and she was just be like, are taco. And she was doing like this weird hand thing. Grande. Yeah. And she thought it was hilarious to embarrass me. I think at the next uh, listener event, you should have to do the dance. That should be the bet. You have to do the top. Absolutely not. You never have to do bets at listener events. And I did stand up. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to do it. We'll put up a poll. All right. uh, Because I think, I mean, what would you, what would you want me to do? I don't know. In exchange for that. I don't know. I'm offering that up. I'm not going to offer that up. That's absolutely nothing that will ever be I offered think up. Now that has to be offered That's up. That's not going to be Taco offered Grande up. Dance that you. Oh, you're already going to World of Crazy. Just trying to get out of that. Huh? We're not doing the Taco Grande Dance ever. I'm a little squirrely today too. You better be careful with how hard really you push that, me. I, th- <laughs> I don't think anyone would have ever guessed that. What's something that's a, from your nightmares from your childhood that like you absolutely just makes you cringe? You would Lots have to do. Things. You could do your bow staff presentation. I'm pretty good at the bow staff. I'll show people that. Um, I'm proud of my bow staff skills. Oh, what's another embarrassing thing? Your karate skills? Karate. That is my karate skills. No, but not without not with the bow staff. You have to do like the air punches. Uh, I don't remember all of the. And wear the little I mean, outfit. I was, I was a long ways. If I'd stuck it out another year, I could have gotten a black belt, but I didn't because uh, I was an idiot. Um, but I don't remember a lot of that forms or anything like that. I remember how to use the bow staff. It's a stick. A uh, bow staff is not a stick. It's it is a, a. It's like a mop. Uh, it's like a mop without like the mop head. It is not. That's all it is, right? It is not a mop without a mop head. It is a weapon. Used for peace just and a, for defense and for battle. Isn't it just a wooden dowel? No. By no, do you mean yes? It's a finely crafted tool that is used when necessary, but also symbolizes strength and peace, unless you're on the wrong end of the bow staff. You want to be on the wrong end of the bow staff. I can twirl that thing. I can use it to push myself off the ground, do kicks. Poor even. What would be comparable fuck. for like me doing the? Make me do the bow staff. No, because you I don't, don't care about do that. Staff. I know you I want, want to, because you think it'll make you look cool. Because it is cool. It's really not. <sighs> it's pretty awesome. Once I get twirling that thing around, then you fall like, off the stage. Look at this uh-huh. guy. No, I don't fall off the stage. I feel like you'd fall I'm off the stage. Very aware of my surroundings. Okay. You're, you can't even not hit your microphone. And you flip it up around, then, then you plan it, and then you jump, kick, and then land and pop on the side of the head, and then bam, you hit the knee. The live ch- or in the uh, supporters club chat, when Mr. Jackie's saying, "Oh, so it's a stick?" No, it's a bow staff. Once it turns into that, it's a staff. Carrie's saying it won't get you the chicks, Greg. Uh, once they see that bow staff twirling around, I think you'll say otherwise. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome 
my world of crazy. Crazy. Stop hitting your microphone. Well, I'm sorry. I'm using my hands to demonstrate how I would use a bow staff and things get in the way. You're not doing it right then. All right. First up, do we all know who Stormy Daniels is? Yes, I think we do. All right, Greg, who is Stormy Daniels? I think... I think we're aware of who Stormy Daniels is. She is a pornographic actress who claims to have had an affair with Donald no. Trump, and she did actually have an affair with Donald Trump. She was in X-Men, played by Halle Berry. <laughs> I just fucking... <laughs> You're tired enough that that actually threw you for a loop for a minute. Who claims she had an affair with Trump in 2000... She did have an affair with Trump in 2006. Um, so she's saying this is something that people have been paying her to do lately. So she is dancing. Let's see. At a strip, it doesn't say what particular uh, strip club she's at. So it says, according to an upcoming Penthouse interview, people are showing up. Penthouse is still around? Yeah, apparently so. I did not know that. People are showing up at strip clubs where Stormy Daniels, a.k.a. Stephanie Clifford, will be dancing for the night. And they are paying her to especially do one particular thing. And what they are paying her to do, I know this is going to break your heart, Greg. They're paying her to stomp on Cheetos while she dances. Wait. Tell me this whole thing again because this is confusing to me. Stormy Daniels is still dancing from time to time. Of course, she has paid gigs, you know, to go and dance at different places. That's what most of those, from what I understand, a lot of porn actresses, yeah, they they do tours. Yes. So what happens is she is getting paid, like, to go to these different strip clubs. But now um, people are starting to pay her to smash Cheetos on stage with her heels while she's dancing. I mean... So this first started in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She said when a large number of gay men came up to her with a bag of Cheetos in hand and offered her $20 if she would stomp on the orange puffs while she was dancing. Well... Doesn't that make kind of a mess? It's a strip club. You have to, like, sweep and wipe down anything anyway. Oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with that. I mean, yeah... So she did. Uh, so she did indeed take their money That's and kind of smash up the Cheetos. The Cheetos sc- I thought that might bother you. Yeah. Scattering the stage with orange powder. Well, the reason she's doing this, of course, is because Cheetos represent Donald Trump's skin color. Yeah. Everyone calls him mm-hmm. you know, Cheeto. Yep. Uh, so also, uh, so she said that she will gladly take money to smash more Cheetos if anybody would like her to do that when they see her at one of these strip clubs. Also, uh, in her upcoming interview, she also says in Penthouse that Trump's comb-overs is real hair, but in intimate moments, it looks like a drunken cockatoo. Penthouse is still around. Is it an actual printed magazine? I, I don't know. Is Playboy still printed? Or did that go all online? No, I think that went all online. That, that was a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted to tell you about that wasted Cheetos. All right. Yeah, sorry. I'm fascinated with the pen. I thing. know. I know. All right. Do you have a story out of. Should I Google Penthouse right now? Yeah, why don't you do that right now? That'd be great. All right. Penthouse magazine. Let's see. Well, a company in New Jersey named Windy Brow Farms has, says it's introduced its first type of a particular ice cream. Yes, they have ham ice cream in New Jersey Ew. because, of course, that seems exactly the place that there would be. Yeah. Ham ice cream. So it's going to be, it's uh, called Taylor here, Ham I ice cream. Tor- well, they have bacon ice cream, don't they, already here? I don't know if they do. If they, it's just Maybe ice not. cream with little bits of bacon, but this one's oh. ham flavored. Ugh. Ham water, like mixed in with your 
Hot hand water. Uh, So this specialty dessert uh, mixes in the taste of French toast with actual pieces of a pork roll inside of the ice cream. No. Why do you have to mix it? Well, I said the pork-only ice cream would be with uh, gross, so they added maple and French toast taste to give it a sweet and savory balance. Would no. you eat pork ice cream? No, I would not. Uh-uh. No, that sounds a little gross. I'm not me. a big ham fan anyway. Yeah. Ham's not my thing. No, ham's not my thing either. I'm a bird man. Not a pig man? No. I'll eat some bacon. Crispy, mm. crispy, crispy bacon. Yes. Super crispy. Like Oh, burnt. I like it mushy. I like it. Burnt. I like it burnt floppy. To, I, I like it like charcoal. Oh, no. Where it even tastes like charcoal. Gross. Yeah, I like that. No, when we were in Alaska, I remember and Stone was making us some bacon. He's just like, how do you guys like it? And I got a mushy one and it was really good. Yeah. Crispy. That just takes away some of the flavor. All right. Mm. All right. Another story Stone out of Florida. Stone makes some good bacon, by the way. Yeah, just that was amazing that bacon. Well, a man who was accused of stealing a John Deere front-end loader, then using it to ram trailers and vehicles in a Walmart parking lot, said that the reason he did this was because he thought it was the end of the world and that zombies were chasing him. That's what he said as he appeared in court. So he rammed it into where? He stole a John Deere front-end loader, Uh one of those things, and then used it to ram into trailers and vehicles in a Walmart parking lot. But he says he did this only because he thought it was the end of the world and zombies were chasing him. I'm willing to go along with this, but how would that help you? That's not going to help you out by ramming into the trailers and things. You're going to get stuck if he's running, if he's trying to get away from zombies. That's a fair point. Like, if you're trying to get away from them, Maybe he thought that they were inside of there. Well, his name is Sean Michael. Well, then you're letting him out. Sean Michael Stroud, 32 years old. The logic is highly flawed. A grand jury has to decide whether or not he should be indicted and tried on one charge of grand larceny and two charges of felony malicious mischief. An aggravated assault. So he's accused of stealing the front-end loader in the early morning hours of April 8th, so about a month ago, from Gulf Recycling. Police say he then drove it a short distance uh, distance to the Walmart down the road where mayhem ensued. Stroud is accused of hitting two occupied vehicles, several utility trailers, and three unoccupied vehicles. Police had to put down spike strips to stop him in a nearby parking lot of a Nissan dealership after he fled, still driving the front-end loader. That's a really, like, reliable John Deere. Oh, yeah. John Deere is really reliable. Well, at the police station, uh, officers read Stroud his rights after they were able to stop him with the um, spike strips. He then told them about why he did it, which, of course, was the zombies. Yeah. County prosecutors say police uh, secured a search warrant to draw blood from Stroud so they could determine whether or not he was under the influence of alcohol or drugs. They have yet to show whether or not he was or wasn't. Well, again, I would... Go along with his theory, but he would have been eaten by the zombies very quickly. Mm-hmm. If that's all he was doing, was ramming into things. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell it's you? It's drawing that... attention. It's making noise. If they are in the trailers, you're letting them out. Did I ever tell you about this idiot guy that my friend was dating that we convinced him that there was a zombie apocalypse happening outside? No, you did not. It was. I can confidently say. It was about twelve years ago. Uh, you need to end World of Crazy because we need to discuss this. <laughs> this is far too important. I'll save the rest for tomorrow. That, yeah. my friends, is your World of Crazy. Okay. Yes, there was this guy that my friend was... It was probably... It was about Do I know this friend? Yes. Would I guess who this was? Yes. Is this friend... Doesn't live here. Doesn't live here? Yeah. 
I know them, though. Ish. Yes, you know them very well. I know them very well, but they don't live there, there anymore. Oh, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. I do. Yes, I know that person. So it was this old? It was. Oh, and that makes sense. It, uh, not always the brightest. Okay. Not her. The friends. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. So, so what happened is we were riding our bikes. Tell me everything from the beginning. We were, okay. So what happened is we were right. She was dating this very beautiful but very dumb man. It makes sense. And, um, and we were I out mean, riding our bikes. Uh, for this was like I think in like 2008, so it's probably like 10 years ago. And so we were out riding our bikes around, and it was like this really particularly like kind of eerie, foggy Portland night. Like it was it was strange weather outside, to the point where it was just like super eerie. And we were going to this old place, um, which is now long gone, Swickley's. Yes, uh, Swickley's, which used to, which was this like terrifying. It's not stab- too long gone. It's like two years gone. Two years gone. Stab Wickley's was mm-hmm. its nickname. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were going. We we're going to Stab Wickley's that night uh, to go play some trivia to meet up with her um, her beautiful idiot. And so we rode our bikes over there, and we had like you know stopped to have like a beer or two along the way, and we were talking about how sure. creepy it felt outside and how it felt like the zombie like there could be like some sort of zombie apocalypse. And she's like, you know, I bet we could convince them that that we saw that we that we thought we saw some oh zombies my. out there. I mean, this is yeah. like childlike dumb. Yeah. But a child, it's understandable. Yeah. This is a grown man. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we get there. We're meeting for trivia, and we're just like, oh my god. Do I know who this guy was? Yes. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell. I won't say who. Uh, no, actually, I don't think you know him. Now that I think about it. Give me his name in the chat. No. No, just write it to me. No. Uh, yeah, I'm going to find out. I'm not going to tell you. I'll write Kelsey. No, she won't tell you. Yes, she will. I'll tell her not to. And you just said her name, too, by the way. Oh, my God, I did. Sorry. God damn it, Greg. Well, okay. You're right, I did. My bad. Crap. Oopsie right. daisy. Well, I can cut that out of the podcast. I'll, I'll, my penance, I'll edit the video. So that's gone. Okay. No, it's fine. She doesn't care. Um, so, okay. yeah, so we went there and we're just like, oh my God, like, it was so weird out there right now. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's really eerie. And we just didn't see anybody out there. And then all of a sudden, like, we would just, we saw these people. This they is were what like, you're telling the guy? Mm-hmm, and we're like, but they were walking, like, really slow and kind of shuffling. And I don't know, it was just, it seems like it, we didn't see, like, cars or anything out there. Like, something's happening. Well, I think that there's something bad happening out there. And then we, we kept going with that. And, you know, at first he's like, no, no, that wouldn't be happening. That wouldn't. And we're just like, no, I think, seriously, there's something wrong out there. There's, there's something going on. And to the point where he's like, are you, are you serious? We're like, yeah, I think there's... <laughs> What, what, did you, what else did you say? Keep oh, going. no, that was it. No, we finally we got him going where it's like, yeah, we should probably just stay in here for now. We don't know what's going on out there. We should probably just play trivia. And he's like, okay, yeah, we should probably just play in here. Oh, my God. And then eventually we're like, we were just kidding. You know that, right? He's like, yeah, I didn't believe you guys. I'm like, oh, I think you did. Oh, man. I mean, he was, Kelsey and I still, you don't have to believe her name. We still talk about it sometimes. We're like, can you believe that he actually, like, he believed it. Like, those are my favorite kind of people that are that gullible. I mean, that is, 
That's my favorite kind of person. Yeah. It was pretty magical. Because you can tell them anything. It was pretty magical. Because it was, because, you know, there was that window out in the front so you could see, like, the eerie, like, you know, fog outside. And we're like, yeah, there's something weird. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, that's what we mostly worked on from the angle. Like, we don't know what's going on, but, like, there's something fucking weird going on And you saw people shuffling down the street. Yeah, and we're just like, I don't know. Like, we we didn't see any cars. Couldn't see anything because of the fog out there. Like, and we didn't see anybody, like, really going around. Like, we'd think we'd see somebody, and then we'd look again, and there wouldn't be anybody there. And uh, he was fully fucking convinced. It was pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah. Can we get this guy on the show and can I tell him stories? No. And see what he believes? I'm going to find out who it was. I will not say that on the show. Yeah. Okay. I was just saying it was pretty, like... We still talk about it to this day. She, she'll be like, hey, do you remember when we convinced so-and-so that there were, that we were in the middle of the zombie apocalypse? She's like, that was just ridiculous. Like, we both are like, that was still ridiculous. Have you ever had anybody else that you've been able to convince of things? No. No, I've never tried. Really? Yeah. I mean, we used to convince people about snipes. Actually, I convinced you about snipes before. Um, which, you know, you do have to work, watch out for snipes. Mm-hmm. But that really is, though, something. Mm-hmm. It's just that the thing is with snipes, though, it's usually... Not in the Willamette Valley. Usually, you got to go over to the Central Oregon. You know what a snipe is. Yes, yes, you fucked with me about snipes. Before. No, it's like a weasel. Okay, stop. You did that over. I remember Fourth of July a few years ago <laughs> when you tried to convince everybody and you scared the crap out of a couple people. <laughs> yeah, we used to do that to uh, the neighbors' grandkids too. Growing up, that was always fun. All right. They weren't used to the country. You just told them, "Oh, watch out for snipes, man." Dude, uh, especially at night sneak up on you like with their little sharp teeth and you won't see them and they just like grab you by the ankle snipes well anyway sorry I, I did stop World of Crazy because I wanted to hear about that that's okay it is a true story and we actually we uh, convinced someone that was human, actually a, a zombie apocalypse kind of thing going on a human adult male who actually by all accounts should um, be smarter than that well yeah I mean no he was like a he was sub- uh, supposedly smart. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, had a fancy job and stuff, like... I'm going to figure this out. All right. Well, anyway, now that we've got that out of the way, thank you for telling me that. You're that welcome. is amazing. You're welcome. Um, I've got just a little brief ball talk that we can do. <laughs> See, that's somebody whose teachers failed them. That's right there. Actually, I don't even know if that's a failure on teachers. That's really just... I don't know if there's much you can do about that, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think or you can maybe Kelsey and I are just very good actors. Um, I can say, as someone who spent a lot of time around you, it wouldn't work, <laughs> wouldn't work on me. Uh, maybe. You could probably convince people of some things. Like, when you work in a tandem, you're a pretty good tandem. Yeah. Yeah. That's you, true. You work well together. That is true. I think that it was just like the, the one, two, one, two, one, two, like going back and forth. Like, oh, yeah, and we don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, you know, acting concern. Yeah. I think it was the one-two punch that kept that made it work. The one-two. I think you got to, yeah, you got to yeah. have one-two there. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Very, very short ball talk. Here but viral? Uh, no, hardly. Uh, the the oh, NBA impotent? playoffs. <laughs> there. Uh, the NBA playoffs do continue on. And LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers have swept the Toronto Raptors, the number one seed in the East, for the third straight year. 
the Cavaliers have taken out the Raptors. I mean, that's got that's that's a developing a real complex for people from Toronto. It's got to at that point the third straight year. They could still do they've it. They've lost to the Cavaliers. No, no, they no. can't. No, they cannot. I mean, they didn't even try in this last game. So Cleveland now will face either Boston or Philadelphia. Most likely Boston is who they will end up facing. But that that series does continue. The Celtics versus the 76ers. Probably the Celtics will win and they'll take on the Cavaliers for the Eastern Conference Championship in the West. It's going to be the Rockets and the Warriors. But I believe the, the series are still going on right now. But it's going to be the Rockets and the Warriors. Okay. That's who's going to move on for that. So we will have more information as that comes out. And I do have an update on the Boston liquor. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, God, that took me a second. <laughs> yeah, the player who keeps licking people's faces in the NHL? Yep. Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins in trouble from many, many different Organizations, the NHL asked him not to, to stop licking opponents because what he was doing is he would get close to opponents and then lick them, either on the neck or on the ear. And he continues to do this. That's so creepy. Yeah. And now his coach finally sat him down and said, you got to stop licking people, dude. You have to stop doing this. Like, it's that big of an issue where he has to stop. All right, like, that, he needs to learn some self-restraint. Like, come on. Yeah. That's enough. Now. I mean, that's a that's bordering on like I get like you want to annoy people, you want to do things like players will go over the line, um, like when what's his name blew in LeBron's ear and like uh, you know there's there's different kinds of things players will do, but he's doing it so much like this seems like a that seems like a fetish. Yeah, oh yeah, he's, it, having, it's he's having fun. It's fetishy. Yeah, licking the opponent, a sweaty hockey player. Okay, stop saying licking. Like for, that's what it says. That's okay, what he's doing. Okay, he's okay. licking them. The Boston liquor. The Boston liquor. Brad Marchand, so he's Liquor. been warned again to stop picking people. We will see. Oh, wait, I think they lost, so now we all have to stop. Oh, no, never mind. Yes, he's out. So no more licking in the NHL. Tampa Bay will be facing Washington in the Eastern Conference Finals for the NHL. In the Western Conference, the Sharks are out because the Golden Knights... The expansion Las Vegas Golden Knights advanced to the Western Conference Finals. Oh. I believe they're. Is are Ryan sad? Isn't aren't the Sharks his team? Sharks are his team. Yeah. Well. Yep. But uh, you know that's what it is. Okay. The Golden Knights are pretty dang good, and uh, they will be taking on the Predators or the Jets. We don't know yet. So we'll leave it at that. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Uh, Greg, I just saw a really exciting announcement that I would like to announce on the show. Yes. It has just been made public 100%. What? Bill and Ted 3 is officially happening. Well, we already knew that. No, they just got back together for a photo shoot in EW. Today, today, Tuesday, May 8th, they have finally announced... So it's official, official. That they have announced Tuesday that the name of the new movie is going to be Bill and Ted Face the Music. Awesome. Yes. 27 years since the release of the second film. I will watch that. I will watch the heck out of that. I don't terrible, care. Terrible, but I'll still watch it. I don't care. Bill yeah, and I will. Ted, I mean... 
it's just it's such a dumb movie that that's I mean that's the whole point. It's like Dumb and Dumber. It's like, oh yeah, this is just dumb fun. Oh, and that's you know, and, and it could be bad, but even it's still fun. dumb enough to where it's enjoyable. Yeah, that's awesome. Bill and Ted three. All right, Bill and Ted face the music. Does it say what they're estimate? It doesn't say they when they, when they don't. Yet. Yeah, they haven't started production. It says they're excited to get the whole band back together. There's an amazing script, and they have a dream team, and uh, yeah, they're super excited. That's cool. I will watch that. Yes. Everything old is now new again, Greg. Yes, indeed. Well, speaking of old people, we do have somebody who's listening from Fair Canada who is who's turned very old. Like, wow. Quite old. Like very, very old. I hope that you sound really rude. So I hope that how how old are they? Forty. Wait, that's how old you are. Very old. Okay. And that is Sebastian, our buddy Sebastian. He turns forty, I believe. Today is his actual. Today birthday. is his birthday. Yes. So Sebastian, happy birthday! Happiest of birthdays, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday so to old. you. Happy birthday to you. Uh, I'm right. the same age, Sarah. You don't need to give me glares when I'm saying I don't that. know. Like, what if he's really... So because sometimes people are like, you know, like, I'm celebrating my 30th birthday again. Huh? Sometimes people really care. What if he's one of those oh, people? Oh, you think we weren't supposed to say the age? I don't know. We're supposed to say, oh, turning 29 again. Did I just say my age? I don't care. I'm not going to lie. I'm no, like, yes, I'm 37. Be, were we supposed to be like that? Like, turning 29 again. Uh-oh. 29 for the seventh time. Or I guess 11th time. Yeah, it'd be longer yeah. than that. The 12th time. Yo. Yo. Happy birthday, Sebastian. All right. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much to everyone who tunes in to Fun Employment Radio. Like we said, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the audible link at the top of the page. Sign up for your free trial. Or join the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Actually, not or. How about also? Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com slash supporter. By joining the club, you get some of the live videos that we film. You get access to the exclusive archives with content that's not released anywhere else. You get a fancy pin. You can listen live if you want to our 24-hour live stream. You can go back and look at the chat. There's a lot of advantages. There's lots of stuff in there. And it's all for $6.99 a month. The first week is free. I will say Sebastian is a member of the Fun Employment Radio Support. Oh, Sebastian. Sebastian is. Part of our Canadian chapter. Yep, the Canadian chapter. Maybe we can all meet up at the Peace Arch and... Exchange do a trade. Trinkets. Yes, we'll trade. <laughs> we'll trade trinkets. You may have already said it. Send us an email. Fun Employment Radio. You, you already. You sure did. You sure did, Greg. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. You're all wonderful. Uh, send us your suggestions, all of those things, to us. Yes. Be sure to tune into all of the other fine shows on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. It's through something. (laughs) I don't know if that was full or not. What was that? We'll find out. We're doing Uh, tomorrow. Special guest. We'll announce on tomorrow's show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow for (laughs) more. Dot com. Bye, friends. Mm.